0: this 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 interview was recorded a while back with Jake Bullard of Dreams 222 Ministries, an awesome way to learn more about interpreting uh, from the Holy Spirit dreams that the Lord gives to you. So if you are an active dreamer, if you have visions from the Lord, I encourage you to get connected with Jake and his wife, Rachel, and their ministry, and you're going to learn a lot. It's going to be awesome. But we wanted to share this um, conversation with you guys because it talks a lot about our heart behind our album that we're going to be recording in the spring of this year, And we're so excited to give you more information on how you can get involved if you want to attend the live recording that we'll be doing soon, Um, but we'll have more information to you soon. But we really love this conversation around worship um, and especially how to serve the local church um, in that realm. So I hope you enjoy today's conversation and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Listen, I am so honored today. I get to introduce you to some of my friends. One of the things I love about doing these Zooms uh, or these StreamYards and these Facebook Lives is getting to introduce you guys to people that I know, love, and trust. Uh, And today, it's a really big honor for me to be able to introduce you uh, to some amazing people, Um, Cody and Julie Oliver. I'm going to bring them on here just in a second. But let me tell you what, the first time I ever stepped into the sanctuary to hear these two lead worship. Uh, it was incredibly anointing. Uh, the the atmosphere was primed. Miracle, literally, miracle signs and wonders broke out because of what they cut through in the atmosphere. They carry an anointing for worship. They carry a heart for worship, and they carry a heart for reformation and worship. And so, I want to introduce you guys to Cody and Julie. They're, they're uh, quickly becoming some of my best friends, some of my great friends for me and my wife. They live just down the road from us. They have an amazing son, Walter, who just turned a year old not too long ago. Yeah. So, Cody and Julie, thank you for being on today. Yeah. Thank you for having us. It's exciting. So, uh, tell us a little bit about you guys. I mean, no, like, like, l- let me tell you, like, the audience, why I wanted to bring them on is because, before. <laughs> oh, man, uh, you guys are... <laughs> <laughs> good. I it. You guys may not know Cody and Julie now, but one day in the very near future, you're going to remember this this podcast, this uh, this Zoom, because you'll be like, wow, that's who Jake was talking about. Yes, this is who I'm talking about. So take note of this, share this with your friends, share this on your Facebook pages, by the way, because uh, these two have their heart of gold uh, and they carry such a rich anointing. But just introduce us real quick. Let us know a little bit about your life and uh, and then we'll just have some fun today, okay?
2: yeah thanks man um the very kind words i mean seriously we're so stoked to be here and excited to just do this um and just enter into a conversation with you and and talk with you guys over facebook and um and StreamYard and wherever you're tuning in from but uh we are cody and julie oliver and we are worship pastors at a local church here in Atlanta called resurgent atl and um we've been leading there now for around four and a half years um the church was planted in October 2017 mm-hmm. um, by my mom and dad. So uh, we are both pastors, kids, um, very crazy thing. That 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 first year of marriage, um, we had both sets of our parents enter into this crazy dream of planting churches separately. Mm-hmm. So for a season, we helped both, uh, both churches get off the ground. And that was such a fun, wild, uh, sleepless season for sure. <laughs> Many hats were worn, yeah. you know. Um, but we just love worship and we um we we've just been leading at Resurgent for the last four years with a great team and and we're excited about the future. But we met at school of ministry. Mm-hmm. We met at a Bethel Atlanta S- School of Supernatural Ministry, and um that's where my parents were on staff at for a very long time and told myself I'd never go to school there, you know, grown up being there for you know however long I was there. Um I was like i'm I'm never gonna go to school and then the lord was like hey you need to stop what you're doing and i can get into all all that in a little while but you know just slowly got off my foot off the the gas pedal and decided to go to school and um one night uh, i showed up a little late and somebody was leading worship and I was like who's leading worship right now and obviously i look up on stage and like the heavens have parted and julie's standing there with this light right and this
3: right and
2: uh this glow and i was like who's leading worship and all of the staff because they've known me since i was you know 12 13 year old they're all like elbowing me and like hey do you see what you see kind of deal and um so it was it was there where i was like oh okay well she's very beautiful and so we pursued a relationship and a friendship and yeah. Um, we yeah, that's where it all kind of kind of mm-hmm. started there. But sorry, I'm 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 very. Uh, I think we're just very excited. <laughs> so
1: like, do I how far back do I go? Hey, as know? far back as you want to go. You know, I was born <laughs> when I was very little. I pooped in diapers. You know, as far back as you want to go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, what's funny though is as you were saying, you walked in, you heard this angelic voice. I just had a sudden flashback to um to Step Brothers. You have the voice of an angel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry it just goes that way that's exactly right
3: yeah yeah but it was crazy so it was a month after we got married is when we started
2: launched yeah and so
3: we've been our our marriage is as old as the church and (laughs) but no it's uh, we're really excited to to be at a uh, a place where we could grow and develop with the team and do stuff with family and so it's really exciting
1: That's awesome. I mean, that's just, you know, one of the things I love the most about there's a lot of things I love about our church. We started going there for those who are watching to resurgent back um, during the shutdown, they opened up Mm a Pentecost. I was ready to worship. I was like, you know, if you know the Peter, the Elijah and me, I was ready to chop off some ears, cut some heads off. (laughs) So we went to church and haven't looked back since then. And it's been just an amazing transition that the Lord has done. And, uh, just, you know, into the season and stuff. But, um, the very, very first time that I met Cody and Julie, actually I met Julie on this particular night. Mm-hmm. It was in, um, is it the end of January or 1st of February of 2020? Yep. Yep. It was right before the lockdown. They yep. had a worship night and I'm like, I'm all for it. Let's go. It was a Friday night. I'm like, that's brilliant. Um, cause you know, I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. So we go as late <laughs> as we want to go. I'm like, who knows? I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? it will be some hymns and some hummus, bummus. I don't know. So <laughs> we go in and or, I take Luke, my oldest son, and we go in and it, the pa- the place is packed out and I got there 10 minutes early. I'm like, what in <laughs> the heck? And so, and there's, I don't know, 180 people in this tiny little room. Um, And then we get in the back and we're worshiping and I'm, you know, getting, you know, getting into it and stuff. And man, the anointing and the presence was so thick. And it was like, as soon as that first song dropped and, and I don't remember who was leading. I just remember, you know, Cody and Julie both were leading Cody's on his guitar. And, and he was just that picture that, that thumbnail that I put up is the reason why I chose that one is because that personifies how Cody and Julie lead worship. But, it's like as soon as I heard them singing, I could feel the presence. I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm in Bethel. I feel like I'm at Reading. And I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, you guys. But that's like the pedigree and the and, and what they carry, and just that atmosphere shifting, they make way, you know, for Holy Spirit. They give room for Holy Spirit to move in worship. And it's so I think it's pivotal for the church to understand how important worship is. I don't know your thoughts on that, but you know, if you have any. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, just making room for the Holy Spirit in worship. I think we both were raised, uh, you know, we're both PKs and it just was embedded in us very early on to make sure that we're always yielding to the Holy Spirit in every aspect of life. And so, of course, it would flow into how we worship and how we plan our, our sets for Sunday mornings or any other time is is making sure that we are. Uh, prayerfully going into whatever we do and saying, this is what we prepared Lord, but you know, at the end of the day and always you are in charge and we're yielding to you. And we're so grateful that we get to partner with him yeah. in worship. So, you
2: know. yeah. And and I think one of our core values at our church is to, is to have extravagant worship. and mm-hmm. um, And what that basically I think entails is that especially down in the South and and just where we're located in Atlanta is that there's a lot of churches in the area. There's, um, there's a lot of denominations. There's a lot of things. Um, But in our experience, um, worship for a long time has been kind of the icing on the cake, whereas we're taking the approach of worship is the cake. So that's a kind of funny way to like analogy to put it is, is that it really is, Worship isn't just this rudimentary um, program that we do at our services. It isn't um, like a 15, 20 minute worship set because that's what we know to do um, in the Westernized Church. It, it really is training our congregation and, our, and our, um, our body to understand that we were created to worship God. And, you know, it needs to be happening throughout your week um dated you know day to day daily just worshiping him but as a body and as a congregation coming together that is such a, a important thing to do mm-hmm. together and it, it's just so tough to do that within uh a, a, you know we do have a certain round amount of time that we do have worship but when you try to put a um you know a start and end worship on the presence of god it usually tends to to not nothing supernatural or any, any impartation or any healing or or his presence tends to be cut off from that. And so we really, um, we really are just going after that of how do we, how do we host the presence of God in worship so that when people walk into the room, which is exactly what you were kind of speaking into Jake is when people immediately walk into that room, they can tangibly sense and feel the presence of God. And that's been a big, that's been a big journey of, I think my Mm -hmm. life and our lives have just how do we host his presence? How do we host it with excellence, with humility? How do we host it with um, accurate articulation of who he is and of, of, of his nature and um, not just pick up on trends, but really worship God in spirit and truth. And so that's what we've been really going after. And um, we've just seen some it's just so rewarding. We were talking about this last night. I'm sorry if I'm talking. No, to go. <laughs> we were just talking about this last night. And um, even with this new season with with where we're at of, you know, writing some original worship music and and trying them out in our church and just seeing our body connect with some of these songs. It was like being in the presence of God and leading people into an encounter with him is the most rewarding thing that I've ever experienced in my, besides almost with the, you know, with the one exception of being a, a husband and a dad, which is just as equally as, as fulfilling. That is like the thing that was like, that is worth, everything is being in his presence and seeing people be transformed in his presence by just worshiping him. And that's where we're just so hungry and it's what we're trying to go after at Resurgent. And
1: so we love worship. We love it. Yeah. You guys do amazing. This is, I mean, I don't know if you know this lady, Rachel Halsey Bullard or not. (laughs) Coming live from the living room. She's like right up there. (laughs) but this is so true she's not just saying that just to say it it's can't tell you how many times in worship i don't know if you guys have noticed because you you know you're having your own encounter but um you know i'm watching my wife and tears she's a crier uh and she's just crying you know she's tearing up and stuff and it's really beautiful what you guys do and, and you do do an amazing job and i tell you one of the things i really like i have this big thing for honor um but but also with leaders that are able to not the leaders that aren't able or are, the leaders that don't have to always have the mic. They don't always have to be the one preaching. They don't always have to be the one leading the song. It's not like the spotlight does not have to be on them, that they get just as much joy and pleasure out of seeing spotlight from their team members on their team as they do from them, probably more so. And right. to me, that personifies who you are. I've seen you guys like Cody is an amazing guitarist, you guys. Like he gets on that Martin. That's how I knew it was Bethel too. By the way, it was a Martin guitar. Um, <laughs> that's a Brian Johnson thing. But <laughs> but anyhow, um, is there are so many times that I have seen Cody not standing in the front at the mic, having to lead on the guitar. I've seen Cody in the back just beating on the drums. Yeah, I've I've un, like he's been the unfortunate recipient of me picking on him. <laughs> 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 but he has so handled it well. I just see it as me just like coaching you up. That's all. Totally. <laughs> that's exactly. Does, what I was it's like so like to watch him do that. To sit back and to let Stephen Hardwick, who's another gifted, you know, um, just musician and worshipper, who's part of their team, uh, get on the keys and just and just do what they do. And then there's weeks that that Julie's in the back with a baby, and there's you know someone else like Whitney or uh, mm-hmm. you know or someone else leading worship from the woman's vocals and stuff and just to to know that they have the confidence in themselves but also in what they have built in a team to be able to let the team shine i really feel like god honors that honoring that you do with you too and that's why you're stepping in to what you're stepping into that's that's one of the reasons why i love your dad so much too is that he doesn't have to have the mic um matter of fact i'm pretty sure your dad would be happy to never preach again the rest of his life <laughs> <laughs> it was up to him, but you know, we love hearing Pastor Chris too. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Pastor Chris. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's so um, it's so amazing. Matter of fact, this is a comment from your dad, and so he's so proud of these two as pastor and leader. And I'm so honored and amazed at the maturity and sensitivity to create an extravagant and holy environment. It's so beautiful. That's your dad. He's in Facebook. He's not giving permissions. He's one of those conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. It's kidding, but it's so true. Um, but here, here's the you know, um, I love that aspect about you guys. And you know, one of the things that um, I, I want to say it was maybe like the third Sunday that we were going <clears throat> back last year. Cody ends up preaching. You remember that, Cody?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think I do. I, I, I don't get a, I don't do it very often, just because it, I. I'm learning to communicate in that forum. That's not been my, my first leading step. I do enjoy speaking um, and I'm enjoying it more. But yeah, I think, uh, I, think I do remember it.
1: Yeah, it was, it was really cool because one of the things you talked about was honoring the places that you go. And this is like, I don't think you and I'd ever, outside of saying maybe a, hey, how are you? My name is Jake. I don't think we had conversations to them uh, up to that point. Uh, but part of your message was this. You said that you honor the leadership no matter where you go. And you had shared a story about going to a church and they said, literally, you have 10 minutes to worship and then we're getting to the message. And you honored that. Mm-hmm. And when I heard you say that and see through that example, your degree of honor, I knew you were the real deal. Well, like I knew you. you were in it for the, to bring an usher in the presence. If you have two minutes or 200 minutes, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my respect for you guys just went out the roof in that moment for real. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. I appreciate that. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, it's just it's just a really big part of what we do because, you know, what we know of worship is that it's not only songs and melody and physical posture of raising your hands, but it's, you know, the word whenever we're able to to listen to the message and let the holy spirit speak to us and we respond to him in those moments and so having this balance of, of honoring and knowing that the holy spirit can do whatever he wants to when we're there worshiping in all right, different right. forms is so important so we don't feel the offense of oh we only have 10 minutes to worship him in this way it's like right. no we're going to transition and worship him in, in this way too and we have to trust that the Holy spirit can do way more in 10 minutes than we could do in 200 minutes without Him. And so I'm just like, it makes just a heavy set of trust come in when we're like, okay, we'll steward what you've given us. And we trust that you're going to do and what you want to do and be God.
2: Right. Yep. I think there's another, there's another element to that as well of um, you know, respecting authority and respecting leadership and, really trying to catch um you know we went through a season where we were able to partner with some other churches and and lead worship in some different environments and they weren't always um the same environments that we're you know stewarding and going after on in our church or in our community and um you know the the best thing that i that i knew how to do there is is to just honor and respect what they've asked of us because i feel like the lord um with earning or earning leaders trust you know they you then have the capability down the road to lead them into the 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 more more of god
1: mm-hmm.
2: and there's and there's a certain aspect of of honoring leadership and honoring authority and gaining the trust of those men so that you can lead people into a deeper encounter with with the lord and that that just takes time yeah and and you know with just in this day and age, you know, I think a lot of stuff is just on YouTube. So you see a lot of things and, and different things and people just don't understand that it also takes a lot of time practicing his presence before you have um, an atmosphere set up for the Holy spirit to, to actually do what he wants to do in those, Mm -hmm. those mornings. And so it really is just walking in humility and going, okay, I'm not going to push the limit here. And, Um, I really do want to just respect and honor because like Julie said, the Holy spirit could be doing something that we completely are unaware of. And just because it doesn't look exactly like we think it should look Mm -hmm. that um, we have to submit to that. And so, um, you know, obviously there's been times where it's like, you know, people go, Hey, take us where you want to take us, go as deep as you want to go. And, and, you know, there has been times where I'm like, awesome, let's go for it. And then there's been times of like, okay, well, let's take some time stewarding this and teaching this and why mm-hmm. this language is now come up. And what are these moments that we leave for people to, to encounter the Holy spirit and, and lift up their own song to the Lord and in and, and certain moments. And so it's just been fun to be in different cultures and, and just be in different environments to kind of go, you know, what, you know, even for our church, what, what do we want to foster and go after? And, What are good elements to take and and that, but also just it also strengthens you and puts another tool on your tool belt as a leader um, in different environments. Because you never know when you're going to walk into a place and be met with something that's there that
1: you don't want to be hard for. So honor is the way to go for sure. Come on, dude. Come on. That's so good. Um, Let me ask you this. I mean, we had uh, Dub Alexander. A lot of the family that's on here knows Dub. Come on. I don't know if he's on. I don't think he is. But come on, somebody should. Y'all all should tag Dub Alexander just so his <laughs> notifications go. Like, what's well, it so? You know, uh, he did get fair warning. I did text him ahead of time. Hey, he didn't answer me. So, <laughs> but you know, he you know he spoke back in April and he um and he he left you guys with some pretty powerful prophetic words about what you're doing and about the team and and yeah. just to you guys. What do you feel like? Uh, the Lord is doing as a whole, in minute or like maybe maybe more like in our stream for reforming mm-hmm. worship from the old wineskin to the new wineskin. What do you feel like the Lord is doing? Maybe some some differences that you're seeing in the songs that you're writing on your heart mm-hmm. uh, that you're putting on paper, and what people because like one of the things that comes to my mind is is the um, Corey Asbury's book, The Reset. You know, and you guys are doing stuff and speaking stuff that he was doing as he was writing that book. So it's interesting. It's almost simultaneously some of the things that you're doing and some of the things that he's put out there. But what do you feel like worship, how it's going and what is changing to how God is using it and and leading the way with reformation in the church and in the world? Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I, I think for me, one of the prophetic words that we got from Doug that we really hold on to dearly was some confirmation of, he used the word wordsmiths of us really taking some intention with our lyrics and our words. And that was really cool to hear from me personally, because growing up, you know, I wrote songs and I would have all of the words and have no melody. And I'm not as good as a like musician as he is by any means. And so it's kind of fun to see in our marriage now that his strengths of music and melody and cadence and all of that kind of structure, I can then add to that with like, well, what about this cool poetic line that (laughs) I never knew how to say marriage, right? Yeah. Marriage. (laughs) But I think, uh, for me what I've just started to see some shift and which is very exciting is um, more intentionality behind our lyrics that not that we didn't have that before because we've had it for decades and hundreds and thousands of years of of wonderful lyrics but to not be so satisfied with what it's sounded like before and like oh i'll say this because that's a great line or i'll say this because it's just in the psalms but does it have any weight behind my personal experience with the lord like i just feel like there's something more that's going into the songs that are being written not even just by us but just of having some Personal connection. Um, and, and not to say that every single lyric has to be some great revelation from the Lord, but that there's weight behind what we're right. saying because we know that in worship, when we're leading worship, we're declaring things. Uh, there's breakthrough in our words, whether you sing them or you say them and right. prophesy them. And so I just I'm really excited to see that come out of the kingdom in all different areas right now, as people who are putting their prayers into their songs. And that's how we love to write is that we we love worship songs that you can pray the lyrics as yeah. you're singing them. Cool. So um that's that's just kind of what I'm seeing a trend for lack of a better word, but it's yeah. not a trend, it's a push to what God is doing in the kingdom. So
2: cool.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and just a quick thing, uh, Jeremy Riddle wrote this book called "The Reset" that we just kind of worked through our team. Corey Asbury wrote another book off of his song "Reckless Love." Yeah, that's but I think right. the book that you're referring to, the one that Jeremy mm-hmm. Riddle wrote, we just read it through with our worship leaders and then with our team, and it was just so impactful um, to just just read his heart through it. And it was, I mean, page by page, just conviction after another, like holy conviction, not like mm-hmm. shame or any of those things, but just it really did allow us to kind of chew on some thoughts and chew on, like, why do we do the things that we do? What's the purpose behind some of those things? And I think just with what we're seeing right now with, with what we're kind of going after and what we're kind of seeing the culture and the reformation of that, or the old wineskin to the new new wineskin is instead of the pursuit of, of, of cool and, um, yeah, just instead of the pursuit of cool and hip, hip songs, but yeah. in the pursuit of kingdom and what moves his heart mm-hmm. and pure adoration and, and, and knowing him through, through sk- scripture for who he is and, and what the Bible says and, and using that almost as, as our, 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 our launching pad of how to worship God. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, and we've even we've even moved in. I think that's been some of the just the, the newness that we've experienced of you know pursuing cool and pursuing what what um what men think is cool or what you know the, the, yep. that sounds weird, but it's just moving from the fear of yeah. man to the fear of the Lord of like oh, yeah. fully understanding that I'm not up here to please please you. I'm up here to help please like help worship, help you lead, lead you into an encounter and please him. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's having that, that, um, shift and just, and there's a lot of people just asking why you do things and like, where does it need to be corrected? Because if you're doing that as you're growing your teams and growing your culture, you're going to, you're going to be able to correct things quicker when things get off course or, or when, um, just different things arise. You'll be able to understand what it is and, and why those things are happening and get it back to just a, a, a pure holy place of like, we need to be excellent and like we we need to bring our best. But at the end of the day, we just need to worship God mm-hmm. and allow people to, to experience them. Some people that show up in worship, they may have never experienced uh, his love before yeah. or His peace or yeah. And if we're able to, with lyrics, pinpoint from scripture or from our own experiences, who God is and it's truth, mm-hmm. people are going to have an amazing breakthrough yeah. um, supernaturally yeah. to just go deeper into who he is. And so that's just kind of, I think, where we're seeing the old wineskin, right? Or changing to new is is the, the not being fear of man and the pursuit of cool to having a holy fear of the Lord and in pursuit of kingdom and pursuit of his presence. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, it was as you were saying that um, pursuit of cool. I kind of heard this is that, you know, and and we see this from time to time in you know grumpy Facebook post, um, and I've probably thought it before. Just being real, but it's like, you know, we don't we don't need another entertainment session. We don't need the fog machines. We don't need the strobe lights. You know. We don't need the lights to set the atmosphere. They're important, but we don't need those things to set the atmosphere. We need the worship of our hearts for who he is and where we are seated right now with him currently in heavenly places. We need that worship to set the atmosphere not right. the light. the lights are important we need lights i don't want to worship in the dark Somebody <laughs> hit me. you know we go to a full gospel you know pentecostal church and sometimes <laughs> ladies get up and run around and let me tell you what they <laughs> tackle you in the dark and i don't want that we need the lights but we need the lights to be what we count on to set the atmosphere we need his presence we need the pursuit of our presence through mm-hmm. yeah. worship to set that atmosphere i love that i love that um this is, this is so good. So let's, um, you know, one of the things um, is interesting, Julie, you kind of, you said this, the, um, that night, are you, you caused me to remember this. The, um, the first night I, I met them at that mm-hmm. workshop I was telling you guys about, I just kept seeing Christy Knuckles with, with Julie. And I was like, man, why, why Lord, why do I keep seeing Christy Knuckles? And he said, because she's a watermark. That was her and her husband's band was watermark. And mm-hmm. And so I gave her that word and it was good and she she resonated with it. And here was the funny thing like, I, you guys know that watch me, I give, I've given out, you know, a couple words, at least two or three. So I don't remember all the words that <laughs> I gave out. Um, God, what was it? It was maybe like three or four months ago. Like we were just talking, sitting down out in the lobby mm-hmm. and the brought that word back up. But this time, you know, Cody was sitting there. Yep. And uh, and I was delivering this and we're both, she and I are both like, this sounds really familiar. And she's like, I think you gave me this word. And I'm like, I think you're right. (laughs) But the beautiful thing that the Lord showed me in that second time that he gave me that it it wasn't just like he used Christy Knuckles and Watermark to trigger me to release something for her. Because what he told me that I released to them is that the sound that they carry, the worship and the lyrics, it's their own watermark. It's Mm -hmm. theirs. It's personal. It's not going to sound like you know Brian and Christie Johnson or uh, Brian and Katie Torek or you know Jesus Culture or Hillsong. Yeah. You know it's going to sound like Cody and Julie, and um, and they've picked that up and ran with it. There was some really cool stuff that they've done here recently, which this has been so awesome. And they have been over the last I don't know what six months or so sneaking some songs, yeah like let me put that one right there (laughs) tell us a little bit about that and then we'll kind of maybe explore what's going on
3: oh this was a fun experiment and (laughs) so so as we have been writing these songs um we wanted to introduce our goal was just once a month let's try it out and so for the last six to nine months we've been putting in original songs whether it was maybe adding a tag to the to the end of a well-known worship song or something but we wouldn't tell anybody that we wrote it because we wanted the honest reaction.
2: We want yeah, we wanted <laughs> honest people. reaction and not yeah. you know like your your dad being like good, That's good job. job. <laughs> That's yeah. like
3: or like no, like, like we want to know. that who wrote that song? That was stupid. And you're like, "Oh wait, oh that was your song. It was great." <laughs> we <want you. laughs>
2: We yeah. wanted, we wanted, we wanted pure reaction to 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 the song, and so it's we yeah. just kind of stuck them in there. Keep, keep and going. with
3: that, we just also in in taking, I think, just kind of one principle of worship that we've learned along the way is that some things really like connect in more in our personal one-on-one time with the Lord or in our home more than they do in a corporate setting, because not everybody is going to connect where you're at with your journey with the Lord. And so there are always, you know, the foundational things that, Hey, we're going to declare this about who God is and everybody's on board with it, but not everybody's in the Valley and not everybody's on the mountaintop. And so how do you uh, bring a song that can lead people into his presence? Like we were talking about. And so those were, Good things that we can make adjustments in um, in a lyric or a melody or something like that, and it's been really fun because uh, I've never done that before.
2: Right.
3: In the last six months, it was the first one of the first times that I've ever led a song that I wrote and completed, <laughs> and which was very intimidating. And I was like, it was kind awesome. of, it was like, oh was no, awesome. what if this bombs? Like, <laughs> it did. But it was, but People it was so it. fun just to kind of um, just like this joy ride with God of like, oh my gosh, we get to take this thing from the secret place and just plop it on the table for everybody to feast on. And so, and if people didn't like it, then it will just (laughs) go on from there, but it just was fun. Yeah. uh, And I
2: think like for, so for me, I I did music outside of church for for a little while (laughs) and um, I was around um, and underneath, um, some really amazing songwriters and, and just really amazing um, people that are influencing a lot of um, just songs that we're singing in our church. They have hands in and things like that. And, um, you know, I think there was a season for, for me where um, it was just kind of, Laith uh, Ellen says this, which Laith is going to be at church Sunday, which is exciting, but um, that is tomorrow,
1: that's yep. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> is.
2: Is. <laughs> um yeah but it's just kind of like where where the serpent has bit you you have the the most authority Mm -hmm. and and so for me i had had struggled with um writing songs for a long time and just feeling um almost that that wasn't my calling or that that i had didn't need to try anymore or any of those things And, and went through a season of that and and finally had some breakthrough and we we tried a song um at the beginning of January 2020 and it was just an acoustic set and again we didn't tell anybody because i that I, right just we want the pure purest honest reaction right and we saw our we saw our church um and saw the people there connect to the song and i like had this crazy encounter with the lord of like feeling uh like his yes again in this in this area and it was such a huge breakthrough and and so we actually ended up recording that song and, and putting it out, and, and um, that was "Love of a King" that we we yeah. did the, year the very first a okay. year ago this month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we did that one at that that worship night, Jake, that you you attended. But from that, we just kind of started stewarding this hunger and and really going, I want to write again. Like whether mm-hmm. or not it's for the nations or or if it's just for our church, like this is something that I've just thoroughly connected with the heart of God through. And so we kind of just started praying and asking the Lord, like, Hey, what what do we need to do with this dream or with this kind of desire to do this? And the best way that we knew how to do that is just tap into what, um, our local body was, was going after. And, and we've, we've listened through messages and encounters and testimonies and just kind of gathered all of these things that we've walked through for the last four years and gone, what, what is the Lord doing? Let's write songs. Um, around these themes and around these, these messages and, and, and this heart and our, our, uh, our, our church of family. And what we've decided to do is, is to the best of our ability, write songs of high praise to the Lord, because yeah. when you write songs, like Julie was saying that not everybody's going to connect along the journey. And a lot of songs from in the past have been very, I-centered or me-centered or songs trying to take us through journeys of of things, which those have their place in their season. But for us, we have just like we feel we we saw and saw the response of worshiping God in high praise and allowing people to tap into that and through that get breakthrough for their personal walk. Right, and through discipleship and through our home groups, they're able to take those things back and but have songs and and. And almost like stakes in the ground of like, this is who he is. Um, He's never going to change all of these different things there that I have this to continue to worship through the storm or through the valley or whatever the the trendy thing of uh, circumstances (laughs) or whatever the phrases say there. Um, But, yeah, so we started just kind of pouring through stuff and then we've written maybe like 14 to 15 songs. And we've tried um, seven or eight of yep. them out on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we, again, just snuck them in and we would just send voice memos to our band, our poor band getting voice memos at like <laughs> Thursday. And they're like,
3: with our out of tune piano.
2: Right. Yeah, our- that's Hilarious. <laughs> I'm just like singing guitar lines. and Like, I kind of want it to sound like this, but I don't know. And it's kind of like, <laughs> and we would just literally roll on Sundays and it's a testament to our team that they (laughs) sound as good as they are. Um, and it's a testament to, I I feel like the the work that we've put in and and just in writing these songs, but we're seeing these songs connect. And, um, the response was just shocking. Cause obviously it's like, we wanted to be good. We want people to be like, this is a good song, but we were having people approach us and be like, what was that third song that you did? Like, where Mm -hmm. can I, it. I, mean, I was googling lyrics. It. I'm I was like, googling,
3: like <laughs>
2: and so we're like, okay. Obviously, um, the response in our house is evident, you know. But yeah. you know, even to I think the heartbeat of our church and the <laughs> apostolic center, a uh, presence center for the region of our our country, and and so we're even thinking there, like, how do we allow our region yeah. and our 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 friends of the house to have these resources for their churches and some of those things. And so yep. we started praying about it and, and we really felt like the Lord was just like, this is this we need to do this. And so um when did we start this? Like what? With the beginning of May?
3: Oh yeah. We started right, <laughs> like when did we start with those no. like you <laughs> around
2: when you were little. Around, yeah. around April or May we um March, April, and May, we were praying about it. And we were just like, yeah. Lord, tell us, yes. So, yeah, we started thinking through um, what do we need to do and all this stuff. So, yeah, what we decided to do is record a live album um, recorded at our church with mm-hmm. these original songs for our church and for the region. Yeah. We we're really excited,
1: man. I'm telling you what, they what's funny is I remember like one of the first songs that they released that was one of theirs. And I'm like on the front row. I'm not a back row Baptist anymore. I'm a front row. I'm a forerunner. That's right. A but um, I remember being on the front row and I'm like, I don't even remember the words of the song, but just the presence of Jesus was so thick on that song. And it's like, we get to the course a second time and there are people, dozens of people behind us that are just, ah, yeah. I mean, they're lifting their, they're going crazy over a song they've never heard before. Yeah. And it was it was amazing. And it was it's interesting because I've been like, all right, when are they releasing their album? When are they? and I've told them this stuff, they've been like, uh, how do you know this? I'm like,
3: yeah. <laughs> all in timing, because we don't want to be like, oh yeah, next month, and
1: be like, it's two years from now. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Here's yeah. one of the coolest things, you know, to me, and I've shared this with them before, is seeing people follow up and pursue and partner with the prophetic words that have been spoken over their lives. Mm-hmm. And with Cody and Julie, obviously they've had minstrel words spoken over their lives. I've given them dub has given them. I'm sure Leif has probably given them and maybe Danny silk and people that we all know. Yeah. Have spoken into and over their lives. But here's the thing for y'all that are watching a prophetic word is just a prophetic word until it becomes an action step.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And yeah. for me, it's so encouraging to see people when they take those prophetic words and say, "I'm holding on to this and I'm running with it." Here's the condition of this word. As I record this song, I'm going to re- the Lord is going to release it. So you know what they have to do? They have to release the song, and yeah. they're doing that. And I love. And I'm telling you what that gives me. That's such a charge to my spiritual and prophetic batteries. I cannot tell you enough, you two, Cody and Julie. <laughs> thank you. For honoring the word, not just the words that I have given you, but the words that my friends and other people that we look up to, fathers and generals of the faith, what they have spoken into you, by running with those words, you are honoring them. And I really feel like as you continue to do this, as you continue to follow the steps of the Lord His His leading and in, in making this album and recording it, that there's going to be an exponential, um, there's going to be an exponential deposit made into your bank account, not only physical bank account, but your spiritual bank account. As well to where um, you're going to not only have this album, but you're going to have you're going to have actually dozens and dozens of albums Mm -hmm. by the time it's all said and done because of the deposit that the Lord is making in you for honoring the word of the of the prophets that have spoken into your life. Mm -hmm. And so just this is the beginning yeah. yeah, this yeah. is the beginning. I try not to give big words like that, but I feel like you guys were enough to handle Yeah. Because this isn't going to, you're not going to be a flash in the pan. You're not a one hit wonder. It's not going to be anything like that. There's so much, I, there's even more that I see that I don't feel like I need to release yet over you. But there's so much like there's your thumbprint, your watermark is going to be huge throughout not only the US, but throughout the world. Uh, because of The songs that are on your heart, that, the ones that he hadn't even put in you yet, mm-hmm. but he's trusting you because you're running with the words that he's, that he has given you through his prophet. So I, as a prophet, thank you for running with those words. It's so awesome. So, um, cool. let's, let's talk about this, right? Yeah. Let's talk about this album. What is this going to look like? What are you doing with it? Um, you know what's it kind of geared to? Like I've never been part of an album release before, so this is a big <laughs> goal. I'm not gonna lie. So um, probably gonna yell and shout and scream on the album. <laughs> <I don't> know, <laughs> right now, but, you know, but tell us a little bit about that and what it's taking. We got about like 15 more minutes. Let's yeah. let's dive into this and what you're releasing and what um, how people maybe can partner with you guys. Sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think um, so. You alluded to it a couple of minutes ago, talking about this, but just really trusting in the Lord's timing of, okay now that we've accumulated as much songs as would go on a typical album, what are the ones that we really feel like the Lord's breathing on that we need to, to go in and uh, reform and, and partner with some people close to us or songwriters and just be like, okay, this is something that we can really release as a resource for our church, for other local churches. And that was the heart behind it. So whenever we prayed about, okay, you know, there's, there needs to be some fundraising involved to actually make it happen. What were we supposed to do? And we're like, okay, we don't want to separate the business side from the, you know, what we know as a spiritual side of it. It needed to flow in kingdom in spirit and in our business aspect of it. And so we were like, Lord, how should we do this? Like, we don't know where this is going to come from or what we're going right, to do right. or how we should raise it. And we really just prayed and said, okay, we just trust you and that we want to co-labor with you and yep. steward what we have. And, and that's when the Lord um, just kind of spoke to Cody uh, about this, this thing that I was like, Oh, of course, why haven't we already, already thought about that? That makes complete <laughs> sense. I and mean, That's usually how it goes. Right. And so, uh, we just felt like because we were releasing this as a resource for individuals to worship in their homes and in churches, then then we should go to individuals and their churches to, uh, you know, impart and deposit something special in worship time with them. And so, right. partnering with other cho- churches in our network of uh, ministers and family and friends of going and say, Hey, we want to put this out. Would you like to host this for a worship night or a time of worship? And then, um, be able to, to partner together with that and release songs over people. So,
2: yeah. And I think too, even in, even in praying about the release of this, um, one, it, it is exciting for us and it is a dream in our heart, but the main theme that we were kind of praying into is we don't necessarily want to just put out an album just to like have a worship album, right? Like it needs to benefit the kingdom of God. And the best way that we know how to do that is to go and impart and deposit and be the kingdom of God. And so that's really the heartbeat of why we want to do this, this project is, is to, with the songs and the, uh, just a breakthrough from our church and just the breakthrough that we've seen in this worship. We want uh, local local churches in our area and our region and our nation to experience that. Yep. And we we want, um, if people are hungry and they're looking for language to to um, worship the Lord, we want to be able to provide um, new wine for people to to mm-hmm. sing the Lord and worship to. And um, so it really is just a, 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 the heartbeat of, um, just advancing the kingdom of God with with new wine, and that's exactly what we want to do. And you so, a
1: couple places you guys are going to, right?
2: We do. So we've already. So what we've done is we've uh, we started fundraising for this for this album within our church body, and then what we've done is reach out within um, our staff's networks of pastors and relationships, and and even our own, and um, with a very uh, detailed uh, email and a, a cool video that we've um, we haven't released. <laughs> But yeah. we've had we have a few churches that have already responded and said absolutely, and yeah. so
3: we'll be going to Arkansas in a couple weeks and yeah. maybe Oklahoma. So, yeah. yeah, and
2: then so there's a few that are already on the calendars and getting scheduled, which we're very very excited about. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten to do that a few times here um, in Atlanta.
3: Yeah,
2: and we both left those 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 nights going, this is awesome. Like mm-hmm. we got to. See people who we don't have any kind of relationship with connect yeah. to our songs and connect to what the Lord's doing in our lives in such a powerful way and seeing and hearing from leadership and leaders down the road of like, hey, what you guys deposit is like, yeah, it's still still happening it's and still then- going and.
3: I think a part of that too is being able to bless the teams that are there and players right. that go to week to week because we know as people on staff you know making sure church happens every two Sunday yeah two church plants all of that is that we know that, <laughs> there's not enough
2: coffee in the world <laughs> there's
3: not enough coffee. but just knowing the importance of having someone come in from a different place doing the same thing and just bless them and say well, we believe in you we're partnering yeah. with you across the the nation that like we're not alone and we bless each other we pray for each other prophesy and it's awesome yeah
2: i think some some, something too is it's just as an excellent person as excellent musicians Mm -hmm. like it's very rare for us um to be able to receive it really with us serving as much as we are um and and serving at a um yeah it's we want to be able mm-hmm. for the people that are serving on an excellent level to receive at an excellent level mm-hmm. from the Lord so that they can go into the overflow again. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And not be, not be empty or drained. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, 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 the ways that if, if anybody on here is interested in partnering with us, um and and helping us out with this project the first practical way that you could do that is by praying for us mm-hmm. and um, praying that the lord continues to open doors um he, that, that uh, everything <laughs> would go super super smooth in this whole process and um, that he would just get the reward and then the second practical way is that you can donate and give um to this live worship project mm-hmm. and i think jake has the link down here at the bottom and this is a, a, a website link to our church um that we've set up um to just raise money for this this live worship project which we've already begun raising money for and we've been blown away the response of that Um, and i won't say a specific number but we are raising um a a large number because we want to record an album and also um live capture it video so that people can experience this in in a video atmosphere and so we are raising some money um and that's the second way and then the third way is um is just if you're have if you a leader in a church and you would love to host a night of worship and, and host us, um, that's a third way that you could um, partner with us is just invite us out and um, allow us to just come in and do what we do and, um, and partner with you guys and, and, and worship and pursue God together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, um, I'll tell you what, y- y'all that know me know it's, it's all about good soil. And, and I am telling you that Cody and Julie are good soil. And if you sow in, like you're sowing into the kingdom by sowing into them. And so every little bit counts. Um, you know, God can do a lot with one, with one minor. Right. right. He can do a lot, like one seed. The mustard seed grows into the biggest tree in the garden. Okay. It's the smallest seed, but it grows into the biggest tree. And so when you have it in the right soil, it produces a harvest. And what the sound that will be released from this album throughout Throughout the world is going to be instrumental. It's going to be just ridiculous. And if if you feel inclined, if you don't feel inclined, don't worry about it. I'm not trying to pressure you. But my wife and I, we have sown into this project because we believe in it, uh, and we'll probably continue to sow into it at different points in time and stuff. And not just in prayer uh, and in agreement and and. You know being a loud voice on the front row to make sure they know it's being heard, but financially, we you know we put it in there as well. Uh, so go to the website resurgent at atl.com forward slash Oliver Worship Project. Uh, go to that link, there is a drop down, it'll say the you know Cody and Julie Oliver Project, the worship project. Click that link, that way, that money is allocated to them and them alone. Uh, you can do that very well if you, um, you can also go to resurgentatl.com um, and you can go into giving and find that there too but also through the connect with if if someone wants to pull you out into you know Texas or Ohio or Illinois is this the is the website the best place to get a hold of you guys
3: yes yeah, so there is a, a form on that webpage that'll give us some information about where you are and then you would be talking to me after that through you know my church email so
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm telling you what, you guys, like if like talk to your worship leaders, talk to your pastors, because sometimes they need a break too. Let's just face it. We all need rest. Yeah. We all need rest. And you guys would be in m- amazingly blessed to have them out there at your location as well. They have a Facebook page. So mm-hmm. if you search on Facebook, Cody and Julie Oliver Music, it is the and sign. I did clarify that before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is the and sign. Um, and and this is where they're gonna be posting a lot of updates and just doing a whole lot of amazing things and stuff. And you know, I can't say enough good things about Cody and Julie. Uh their worship, but even more than uh more than their worship, who they are as humans, who they are as God's children. They they have such an amazing solid identity as sons and daughters of the king that it's it's not gonna get rocked. One of the reasons why I know the Lord is about to pour out on them in such an amazing way is because of that foundation. He's not worried like he um how can I put this? Um, is there an opportunity for their heads to get big? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because the dream of God's heart is in them and it's bigger than their heads are right now. But because they have that 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 honor for the Lord, the Lord knows He can use that. Because if they weren't if it wasn't a challenge, they wouldn't be dreaming big enough. Right. <laughs> and true. so I love these two, they are amazing. Uh, you can follow us to Resurgent ATL on Facebook. Uh, I speak every now and then at the church, you know, might be speaking soon. You never know. I don't know. So we'll see what happens and all that stuff. But guys go to the website, partner with them. Sew into them. You're, you're sowing into good soil. I promise you that. Um, they're amazing, you know, and my wife and my boys love them. We, you know, just love what they do and carry. Any final thoughts or anything, any like specific prayers or anything like that? Well, no, I just,
2: I wanted to uh, just express my gratitude and our gratitude and, and thankfulness, Jake, for yeah. for hosting this and having us on and letting us just share our hearts and our, our dream with this project. And um, it, man, you and your wife and your family have just blessed us, yeah. um, Julie and I personally, and I know they've blessed our church and our house, but um, you guys have just poured into us from day one and it was just authentic and genuine and um, some of the words that you guys shared with us were, were just extremely timely and what we needed and so um, you know we are we are here because of the people that have spoken into our lives and and um, you have become one of those people and we're so thankful for that and and just to to just do this. It's so fun. And um, yeah, it's just been awesome.
3: Yeah. yeah. We're just, we're just really grateful. And if it's okay with you, I'd love to just kind of pray a prayer of blessing over the worshipers that we have watching with us and whether you're a worship leader or you're just a worshiper that it's ready to to partner with everybody.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Um, We just like to bless you really quick if that's okay. Yeah,
1: go right ahead. Lead the way.
3: Cool. So father, we just thank you so much. We just, Bless every worshiper that's with us right now. And we just ask, Lord, for the soil of their hearts to be tilled and ready to receive your word and your presence wherever they are right now. Lord, I ask just for fresh wind, fresh fire, new wine where they are. Just it's the joy of the Lord and this like supernatural hunger that they haven't ever felt before. I haven't felt in a long time. Just be stirred up again, Lord, where they would be woken up in the middle of the night or can't go to sleep without worshiping you or without just being with you and spending time with you. A hunger for the word, a hunger for your presence like never before. Lord, we thank you just for releasing worshipers that are unashamed of the gospel and unashamed of who you are all over the nation, and the world. We just thank you so much for your blessing and your yes on their lives. We thank you just for just raising them up like an army in Jesus name.
1: Amen, (laughs) Guys, thanks for being on. I'm I'm honored to be able to host you guys today. I'm telling you, man, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Y'all are amazing. So thank you for having us. We love you guys. Love you guys too.